Hey everyone, my name is Shandor Vezer. I'm the owner of Giovanotto and the translator of this amazing book called Papa, Bambastan, and Other Superheroes. I'm on the Growing Up Italian podcast and I'm really excited. What's going on, everybody? It's Sabino Curse here, the Growing Up Italian podcast. And today I have a very special guest, translator Shandor Vezer from Giovanotto. Yes. What's going on, my guy? How's it going? Everything's okay. This is a long time coming, man. We've been talking about doing this, this podcast for a minute. I'm glad we're finally here. I'm very excited. Papa, Bambastan, and other superheroes. A yes. classic Italian book. Yes. Right? that you decided to translate. Mm -hmm. How does one even go about translating a book? It, it's, it seems like a dream, like something that people only wish they could do. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely not easy. First of all, you have to learn the language, which I, which I did uh, every Saturday during high school. Uh, I'd wake up and I'd go to Italian school. Bro, you speak, you speak Italian better than me. I, I thought... I thought you were full blown Italian, and you look more Italian than me with the with the hair and everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, well, I was born in Canada, in Toronto, Canada, and uh, my mom is from from Basilicata, from Italy. She came here when she was really young. My father is Hungarian. That's where my name comes from. Okay. Shandor would be Sandro in Italian. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I, I really like uh, the European culture. Uh, I speak Italian. I studied it for for many years. I lived in. Milan uh, for a few months. Uh, it's when I went to my first Milan game. I'm a Milanista, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm an Inter fan, but you know, it's respect, okay. It's okay. I respect. I respect uh, your passion yes. for football. You're my step cousin. What's that? You're my step cousin. <laughs> exactly. You know, no cugini. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you actually, how many years did you study Italian? To like. I studied Italian for three years. Uh, I would go pretty much every year, every other year. Uh, I have family over there in Milan and uh, down south in Basilicata. Um, and I always really loved it. I love the food. I love the coffee, uh, everything, everything about Italian uh, culture, uh, especially cultural. Uh, I don't know. Italians have this way of romanticizing uh, everything and, and cultural is, uh, is, is included in that. And uh, this is what it's all about. Um, it's, it's very uh, nostalgic, this book. Mm -hmm. um, and, and everything that I think about when I, when I started Giovanotto, Giovanotto means youth in Italian. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, I remember- We always say, we're Giovanotto. Exactly, exactly. Giovanotto all the, all translated means like, it doesn't mean like a- like a Young name. man, young man. Oh, you means young man. I thought it meant like, yeah. a, like someone in the army, like a- like a like a soldier or something you know what i mean it could be i don't know i always knew it as young man uh i i say youth because it's 2021 and i don't want to be uh gender gender specific so you're a smart guy man like, this is why you're exactly. uh, you're you're in the book business exactly exactly <laughs> so yeah, yeah i studied italian for three years i lived there i was working at a, at a banquet hall um as a waiter 
And that's when I went to my first Milan game. It was uh, Milan Juve, the last game of the season. Ronaldinho scored two goals. It was, it was, oh, Ronaldinho! Uh, so you were you became you really became a, a Milan fan like during the Angelotti days, where uh, the first time I went to Italy, I was five years old, and uh, my cousin, much like Eduardo Maturo, the author of this book, he grew up during uh, the Van Basten era. So I was five years old. I didn't even know what soccer was coming from Canada. I got off the plane, landed in Milan, and then boom. All these scarves, all these flags, Milan jerseys, Milan this, Milan that, and then I really had no choice. So, um, but then yeah, I started I started watching during the Ancelotti days. That, uh, really those times when Ronaldinho was in Milan was the golden era of calcio because I feel like Italy had the best players in the world. We had Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, like all these crazy like Del Piero, Totti, all these the golden era of Vieri. Now, now it's like, you know, a lot of players who plays in England, who plays in Spain, who plays in France. Exactly, exactly. So exactly. Milan, I mean, their dominance those days was crazy. I I could have very easily became a Milan fan because of how good they were, especially in Champions League. The reason why I became an Inter fan was because my nono was an Inter fan and I never met him, but my nono was like, your nono was an Inter fan. So, you know, it could have very easily been... Milan, and I understand why a lot of Milan fans are Milan fans, especially kids like our age that grew up in that era when they were so dominant. I also understand why people are Juve fans and Inter fans. You know, like I kind of get why people you know become fans. Mm-hmm. But um, tell us, tell us a little bit about like the process because I want everybody that's listening to this podcast to understand. You're not the author of this book. You took it upon yourself to get it translated, which I admire, especially everything we do in growing up Italian, like trying to preserve culture. Here you are, you love a book and you get it done, get it translated so that, you know, any Milan fan that reads in English can enjoy this book. Exactly, exactly. So I also started uh, two years ago. Uh, I, I actually went to Valencia, Spain, and I studied a master's in translation there. I speak Spanish as well. Oh, and wow. um, and after that, I remember the, the, the professor saying, oh, you know, if you want a job, good luck uh, as a translator. You're not going to, you're going to be wearing pajamas all day, this, that, if you find a job. Uh, in any case, I, I came back to Canada and um, I, I started another business. Um, and then I started this business. Uh, because a few years ago, I found this, I, I found Papa Van Basten, it have to be super heroic. This is the first edition of the book. I found it on Instagram. Does it have the same, um, does it have the same like characters? Cause I, I was looking like every, cause you, you, let's talk a little bit about the book, this book, what I really like about it. And like I said, to everybody in here, you don't got to be a Milan fan to enjoy this book because I, I skimmed through like the players that I like, like. I saw Ronaldinho, saw Ibrahimovic. Like, you kind of say a story, like the author of the water says a story about each player. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. this goal at this game. So I feel like someone that is a Milan fan, this is a must have because it kind of explains why you are a Milan fan. Like, you know, talking calcio, talking football with people in the bar. And, you know, we start talking about Milan, and I go, oh, me, you remember Kaká, Pirlo, you remember exactly. when we had Ibrahimovic, you remember when we had Bonucci for a year and then sold them back. Like, 
you need to know certain things when you're a Milan fan. So exactly. tell us a little bit about like what you could expect in the stories here of, you know, each, each different section that you put. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the, the great thing about this book is that it's not just a biography of Milan. It's, uh, yeah. it's a story about, about a Milan fan uh, who becomes a father during a time, unfortunately, when, when uh, Milan is not playing too well. So it's kind of hard for, for people to become a Milan fan. Uh, think of Inzaghi as the coach 2013-2014. It was a little bit, uh, a little bit difficult. Um, so what he does to, to ensure that his child becomes a Milan fan is he tells him bedtime stories of his favorite superheroes. Okay, he shows him old games, things like that, instead of showing him current, current Milan games. Yeah. Um, and the great thing about it is that it's again it's not a biography it's a father telling uh, his son a young young uh, child um, a toddler basically uh, about his favorite superheroes Inzaghi, George Weah, Savicevic, Shevchenko, Maldini, Baresi, all these guys and uh, it's it's really funny because there, there are a lot of it's a it's a conversation between a father and a young child so there are a lot of miscommunications and misunderstandings in the book um, and then Giovanotto, you remember your youth, uh, so that's what this what this is all about. You, you're it's very nostalgic. You're remembering all these players. Uh, I, I didn't grow up watching Van Basten. I've only seen him on 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 YouTube. Uh, Same here. There's, there's a beauty. There's a beauty about YouTube too, man. I, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps thinking about Kaká and Shevchenko. Those guys were my heroes back then. So right. um, yeah, it's it's really good, uh, and uh, it's not. Um, it's not, even if you're not a Milan fan, you can, like you said, Sabino, you can appreciate these players, right? You wish they played on Inter. You wish they played on, on your team. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, too, man, like, man, Gattuso, Pirlo, uh, Dida, like that team, Cafu, yeah. Maldini, Nesta, bro. I'm an Inter fan and I know that team. That team yeah, exactly. was pure dominance. And now you're talking about YouTube, man, you go on YouTube and you look up Liverpool versus AC Milan, Champions League. Like, there's some great games that are on YouTube. And, you know, it, it kind of brings me to this, this subject that I kind of want to bring to you. Like, what's the biggest difference between football then and now? Like, do you think, you know, we always argue, like, who's better, you know, Ronaldinho or Messi or, you know, Messi or Maradona. Like, we kind of always, like, compare cultural players then and now mm -hmm. what's the biggest difference you see in the game from then and now besides them making 10 times the amount of money yeah i was gonna say the money and uh and social media um in terms of in terms of play it's definitely much faster now um it's definitely evolved a lot the play it's it's faster it's more fluid let's say um but uh again the Giovanotto, you remember those times, you're nostalgic about them. I remember waking up on Sunday mornings and my mom was cooking sauce and I was watching a game on the TV. Like it's just, uh, it brings you back good memories. And that's why I love this book so much because it, it brings back so many good yeah. memories. And you know, I, I'm when I have a kid, no choice, he's a Milan fan. Uh, and uh, and I'll definitely apply some of these. Uh, well, you, some of these you have to start young too. You have to start young. Because exactly. if, you wait, if you wait till they get to school, it's like a 50-50 chance, you know? Well, I have, I have two nieces, and when they both turned one, I got them uh, Milan jerseys with uh, the number one on the back, their name, and uh, they, they just wear it. They love to wear the jersey. I don't know if it feels nice or they you like gotta, the color. You got to start them young.
But talk a little bit about social media with, with these Gaucho players then and now. How many followers would Ronaldinho have if he was playing now? Because, bro, that guy was the most special player I've seen. I mean, he could do anything with the ball at his feet. He was – I remember playing, like, FIFA back then with, with him because just to do tricks and stuff, like, how good he was. Yeah, like, could you just imagine how many followers he would have? He was playing now, like after seeing some of the moves he maybe, did. Maybe if he had Ronaldo's, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's um, social media team, maybe he'd have as many as Ronaldo. Ronaldo. <laughs> I think he would have more, man, because Ronaldo's a great player, but Ronaldinho's was just a highlight reel. Like, like I said, he yeah, could do free kicks, well. he could score goals, assist, dribble. Like he was absolutely amazing, like walking highlight reel. Which brings me to this, like. Everybody that's listening to this, in the book, like every story has the title, the nickname, and then the character. Was this you or was this an original too? Like, this is Ronaldinho right here. Like, you could see that's Ronaldinho. And it's cool because... No, that, that, that picture is of Gattuso. Um, and the, uh, the, it's just at the beginning of every chapter, there's... Uh, Gattuso? That's Gattuso, yeah. Ringio. Gennaro Ringio Gattuso. But it says Ronaldinho here. Is that Ron oh, Ronaldinho? That's just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's okay. an excerpt. It's, it looks it's like something. Ronaldinho too because of the hair in the back. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that um, that uh, is just just to introduce the player or introduce the chapter. Every chapter has one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, there's okay. some, funny ones. There's some more serious ones. Um, oh, and I see, uh, I, see yeah, I, I, I see exactly when, what now. So this first edition over here, they sold a lot of copies and that's when Mondadori, which is the biggest publisher in Italy, one of the biggest in Europe, they, they published a second edition. Uh, and they, they're um, targeting this more towards, uh, to, to younger, younger people. Um, and I, I still think this is for, for, for people that are maybe in their late 20s, early 30s, fathers, things like that, young parents, mm -hmm. um, because they can remember at least some of these guys, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then they can also better relate to the the jokes and the misunderstandings things that a kid would say you you appreciate it more as an adult than as a as a young as a young guy right? that, that cover is really cool too that cover of this book yeah so th this this first edition over here it doesn't have any um any illustrations in it this second one does okay uh and i just wanted it to be something small something um Something small just to, to give people an idea for them to use their imagination while reading the book. Yeah, no, I like that. What, where can people get this book? Where is it available? Uh, so this, this book over here, the second edition is available on Amazon Italy and, uh, and you can get it from there. We're actually going to be bringing some copies in um, for Christmas time. We're working on two more books right now. Maybe we can talk about that in a, in a second. Um, but this book over here is, is available on Amazon United States uh, mm -hmm. and Amazon Canada, as well as on our on our website. Awesome. Well, that's awesome, man. I love it. So anybody that's interested, we'll actually put in the description where we could buy the book. Just if anybody wants it, we'll put the links. You have like a link tree with all, with all the links in one place? Exactly. Link tree yeah. with everything. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do that in this description if anybody's uh, interested. Man, it would, it would be awesome to talk to Eduardo a little bit. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Let's see if we can get him, maybe. 
Eh, certamente, certamente, ti aspetto qua. Hi everyone, this is uh, Eduardo Maturo, he's the author of this book that, uh, that Giovanotto translated. Eduardo Maturo, he's uh, a grande milanista um, from, from Milano, he uh, grew up in Milano. Uh, your parents are from Bari, right? From Puglia. Yes, yes, but okay. I'm from Milan. Yes, Eduardo, Sabino, Sabino, Eduardo. Okay, Eduardo, thank you for your time. Complimenti for the book, it's beautiful. Even though I'm an Inter fan, I can appreciate your work because it, I love the idea and I love what you guys are doing with it. And I give you all the credit to giving trust to making this a global book, not just a book for Italians, but a book for anyone that shares a passion for culture. So what, what inspired you to write this book is my first question because... But Uh, thank you, thank you, um, Sabino, for your words. What inspired me is, is that I, I became a father. So uh, I need, uh, during the evening, I need to uh, make my son sleep. And so uh, I, I didn't know um, Cinderella stories or like that. So uh, what I knew very well was uh, Milan and its history. So I transformed my idol, my idol of uh, uh, AC Milan in uh, superheroes. And so I started talking uh, these uh, superheroes to, to my son and uh, it works, it worked because uh, every night he, he, he felt asleep, mm -hmm. so he didn't hurt me. So I uh, needed to, um, uh, how can I say, I need to, to, to share with other people because my, my father always left. And so I, I decided to, to write uh, Papa Van Basten and other superheroes. That is my history uh, as, as a father. I love it. In the Maturo house, there's no Disney Plus. Solo Milan. No. <laughs> exactly. You're tell, right. tell us a little bit about uh, the crowdfunding, because I yeah. heard it was a joint effort to help raise funds for the book. And that's, that's already says a lot about how people feel about this story for people to support and believe in your vision. Uh, you, you must know that uh, in Italy it's not uh, simple to publish a book. Uh, there are more people than, that uh, uh, prefer to write than to read. So there isn't a, a public. And so... You are right, you are right. So um, publish houses uh, didn't um, listen to me. And I started to search on the internet and I found that there are uh, other ways to, to publish uh, your book. But uh, um, I wanted to, to have um, a, a book uh, in real life, not just any book. So I, I yes, yes. That was the, the first version of uh, Papa Van Basten. And That's this and other superheroes. So uh, I found this uh, crowdfunding way 
to publish my book, I decided to try. Uh, I had six months to collect uh, uh, maybe 2,000 euros. Uh, the goal wa uh, was uh, 2,000 euros. And um, finally, I uh, reached uh, uh, 6,000 uh, 6, euros. Euros Euro. at the end of the campaign. See, Euro, Euro, exactly. At the end of, of, of campaign. It's amazing. So, uh, yes, yes. I, I started to promote my book uh, through social media, uh, in particular uh, Facebook, and that uh, helped me to grow a community that now it counts uh, uh, one. Um, Half a million community uh, on on the different. Uh, you, man. That's 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 amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, what are, what are some opportunities that writing this book like gave to you? What were some opportunities that came after writing a a book? Because this this was your first book, right? Like you weren't an author that wrote a bunch of books. This was just like you said something. Your son was born. And you want to maintain traditions of being an AC Milan fan. So what were some opportunities that happened afterwards from becoming an author? Uh, I, I, I needed to, to write another book to, uh, to speak uh, of all opportunities born through this book. Uh, first of all, I had the opportunity to, to meet my, my idol. I meet uh, Gattuso, I meet uh, Maldini, I meet the superheroes that so, I uh, talk about my, my son and I meet them with my son Leonardo. So this is uh, a dream, a dream because... Especially for him, for him to have those memories yeah. as a kid. Yes, yes, because uh, it's not so simple to, to meet your idol. Um, uh, football players, uh, so uh, it was. And they're, uh, super, they're super active too. Gattuso's, you know, coach, Maldini's director. These guys are busy guys. They're not guys that hang yes, out. But also, Filippo um, Galli uh, um, and Pietro okay. Paolo Girdis, uh, uh, Albertini. I, I, I met. Uh, Many, many football players, many AC Milan football, football players. So uh, this is the first opportunity I had. The second one is that now I, I am writing now the my uh, fourth book uh, published with one of the major uh, published uh, house in Italy, that is Mondadori. Uh, so, and, and, and then, and then, and then I had the opportunity to uh, meet uh, uh, many fans of AC Milan worldwide. Sandor is uh, one of them um, because people, um, I, I don't say, come si dice Sandor, si sono immedesimati in my history. Uh, they, they, they live my history. They lived the, the story. story. Yes, the story, the story. Because 
What were your because thoughts when uh, Giovanotto reached out to you? Speaking of Shandor, when he, when he, when you see a message from a kid in Toronto that wants to translate your book, what was your initial reaction to that? I, I bothered you a lot, Eduardo. What? I bothered you a lot. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe because one of my dream was to uh, traduce Papa Van Basten and other superheroes in, in English and in other languages, but it's very difficult. It's very difficult to publish a book and so to traduce in other countries is more difficult. More difficult. This is very beautiful as a history. The history of Sandra is very beautiful because it's something that grows from the uh, from the root because he's a fan too. Uh, we 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 are now we are friends. So we, we are not just colleague, but we are friends. And so this is the most beautiful thing. You know, yeah, he even history. promised me a panzerotto from um, from um, uh, come si Lelle, no? Panino, no, panino, uh, forno di Lelle, no? Well, I, can, I can remember now. But... Da Luini, da Luini, da Luini, 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 Luini. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> so was your was your family all Milan fans? Like your dad, your, your your family, everybody's a Milan fan. I was born in a interisti family. Yes, my you my switched? my father was a fan of FC uh, Internazionale. As you, well, as your you. dad, your dad should have made a book about Inter. Maybe you would have became an Inter fan. Eduardo's the pecora rossonera. The pecora rossonera. That was yeah, the chapter the black of my life uh, in, in which my father was obliged to to um, keep me to San Siro, and uh, but I think uh, he he was very democratic. I don't think uh, if if my if my son uh, was became interest, I don't know how. Via da casa, no? He would he would got kicked out. But wait, yeah, so how, yeah. how did you become a Milan fan then? If, if your dad, you see him every Sunday, he's watching Internazionale, how do you turn around and become a Milan fan? How does it, was there a specific player that made you a Milanista or did you just, your friends in school, you know, like? Uh, I, I can't remember. I can't remember, but uh, I found uh, a picture of me at uh, the, the age of three or four in which I wear uh, Milan uh, skirt, you know? So I, I think that my, my friends probably uh, make me be, become a Milan uh, fan. So uh, my father uh, always tell me that uh, when uh, I, I, I will become a father, he will uh, convince my son to become an Inter fan. So I, I was very in hurry to write Papa Van Basten and other superheroes. Uh, you've, been writing it, you've been writing it through the years as you've seen the players, as you've seen Kaká, Ronaldinho, <laughs> yeah. all these guys, Beckham for the year, 
Alano wow. de Beckham, you know, like all that stuff. Wow, you make me cry. That's beautiful, man. But listen, let's let's talk let's talk business before mm. you know. We spoke about a lot of things. Is Milan going to win anything this year, though? No, I, can, can you repeat? Sorry. Is the the real question I have? Yeah. Is Milano winning anything this year? Is mm. this the year your guys are going to win a scudetto, or you know? advance and champions because you guys played good against Liverpool then you gave it up I mean I can't talk because we lost to, to Real Madrid too but you know, we won the Scudetto last year so I just want to know if you see yourself winning a trophy if not this year then when do you see Milan winning a trophy I think uh, Inter is the, the best uh, team actually in, in Italy uh, AC Milan is a very young team, so um, we, we need to, to make experience. And this year in Champions League, uh, we, we have to do uh, our best, but I don't think we, are, uh, we can uh, arrive to the end of the competition. Uh, because Liverpool, Atletico Madrid, the Porto, yeah, um, tough. It's, tough. It's, it's not simple. I, my, my objective, my objective for this year is to uh, return in Champions League next year. This is the, the, the real, uh, the real goal for this season. So, where do you see Milan finishing on the table? Do you see them um, two? Because you said you think Inter is the best, so. Now you see Milan number two, or do you see anybody else in front of them that you're worried about? I, I, I hope Milan almost in the first four teams. I don't well, know. Vincerà lo scudetto quest'anno? No, 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 Besides Inter, because you said you thought Inter is the best team, are you yeah. worried about Roma, Napoli, Atalanta? Do you think Milan is better than those teams right now? Or Juve? I think that Juve uh, will fight uh, to the end uh, with uh, Inter. So Inter and Juve, uh, then uh, Milan. Then Milan and, and uh, Atalanta or, or Napoli. I think that AC um, Milan with uh, Pioli, uh, with the um, con continuity, mm -hmm. you can see with continuity. Yes, um, is doing a great work. So we can arrive uh, in, into the first uh, four teams, but uh, there are other teams. Uh, Better than uh, Milan for the players. Yeah. It, it what he really wants to say, Sabino, is that the next Italian team to win the Champions League will still be Milan. Yeah. I mean, listen, I wish, even though, like I said, I'm an Inter fan, to yeah. me, it was hard to see Donnarumma go. Like that, because, you know, we, me, and, me and Sando were just saying, like, I, we love to see Italian football do well. So when you see guys like Ronaldo, Lukaku, 
and and Donnarumma leave, it, it it's crippling, you know. Like these were the three best players in the whole campionato, and now they left and went to England, France. It, it's crippling. So, like I said, I'm not a Milan fan, but it really hurt to see Donnarumma leave, you know. And um, I think AC Milan does have a really nice court. Donali, Brahim Diaz. You got um, Dio Hernandez, like they got a good team, but Donnarumma was that that guy, you know, playing for you guys since he was 16 years old. You know, I would love to see him come back too eventually, you know. It's very difficult to me to express how I feel about Donnarumma in English because it's very, very, very complex. You want to say it in but, Italian real quick? No, but. Um, Donnarumma was the first idol, the first superhero of Leonardo, of my of my son. son. So um, Donnarumma for Leonardo is what Marco Van Basten has been for me. For you, um, yeah. and especially when you are a, a, a kid, when you are a child, you need to. Uh, To, to believe to believe in this uh, idol so um, when Donnarumma decided to go to to PSG it was a very bad day for him and and so for me um, because <laughs> it's got to hurt especially especially more because after what he did in the euro in the euros like he was Italy's best player and if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't have won. And then to see this guy that's been playing for you for all these years, since he's a boy, go to a team like PSG where who knows if he's going to start. You know, it's like, what are you doing? Even to Milan, it's like to both sides, like, what are we doing, guys? You know, like this this kid's got to stay here, you know? So I can now, now he's only 21. One day... He uh, will finish to play football, and life will continue. Uh, Donnarumma uh, will be a, a rich person, but uh, what uh, made Maldini, Barini, legacy, legacy, Totti, legacy, legacy, because uh, Milano loves Maldini. Maldini now is is fifty. Uh, many players, the majority of the football players, um, the people uh, will forget them. But Maldini and Baresi will never forget. And Donnarumma decided to to become a rich person. Yeah, it's like Totti, Del Piero, these guys that play for one team. They don't change their shirt. They wear the same shirt their whole life. And that's really what a legacy is. And in today's football, I think it's going to be even harder to, for people like that with social media. And there is no, no space for uh, romanticism in football. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> to, and, to, this is, and this is why I think. Um, um, Papa Mabassan and uh, other superheroes uh, 
the, the success of uh, Papa Van Basten and other superheroes, because uh, especially people of our generation uh, know another another soccer. Uh, there, there was more romanticism because of Maldini, Baresi, Totti, etc. So. Uh, I think that is one of the boost of uh, Papa Van Basten. That's why. That's why other other fans of other teams can can enjoy it too, uh, and also because uh, you know becoming a father. So many uh, people are becoming fathers, right? So uh, even if you don't like soccer, for example, you still um, there are a lot of good life lessons taught in the book, and you can appreciate it. Like I was saying before. But listen, before before we go, could we at least get an idea if you would make another team's book or what? You know, like let's say we need a book like this: Inter fans, Juve fans, Roma fans. Uh, you think we could get our, our own version? But we are working for it, uh, Sandor. Uh, am I right? Yes, yes, exactly. Are we uh... So you guys are working on it. Yes, yes. Uh, Eduardo's book, uh, when it was published by Mondadori, uh, gave birth to two other books. Uh, Mondadori commissioned them. There's Papa Zanetti oh, and other nice. superheroes. And then Papa Del Piero and other superheroes. And oh, yeah, I read nice. I'm a Milan fan. Uh, they're great books. Uh, I, I wish Viali played for Milan or, or Zanetti played for Milan. Uh, and then again, the same thing, stories, a father and a child. It's it's funny, right? So that's amazing, man. I'm so excited for you guys. Um it's really an honor to talk to you guys and what you guys are doing, man. It's stories like this are gonna live way past us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> go Giovanotto go, because that's what it's all about. You have to work hard, uh be- believe in what you what you want to do and 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 make it happen. Uh, I, this didn't happen from by 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 uh, I guess snapping my fingers. It uh, it was a lot of work. Like I said, I bothered Eduardo a lot, um, rushed up on my Italian, and uh, and so many things happened. I learned so many new skills, met so many new people. Uh, like you, uh, Sabino, it's it great to meet you and to to be here as well, and to have Eduardo uh, join us. It was uh, it was really nice. Yeah, thank you, thank you for coming, Eduardo. I know you're super busy. No, 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 no. I, I am very honored to, to, to be here. And uh, I need to, uh, sorry, to ask you to sorry me for my English because... Oh, your uh, English was very good. <laughs> your English was very good. I, I thought Eduardo, you could have cut me out. You could have translated the book. No. Yeah. You could have saved, <laughs> you you could have saved some money. Yeah, now I'm the middleman. <laughs> You're gonna save some money. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for your time. Everybody, go to the link in the description. This book is available everywhere: Amazon, website, anywhere books are sold. Guys, it's in English, it's in Italian, it's a classic. Every home needs it. Yeah, perfect amount of Italian words are left in there too. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys.